It's good to see you. It's been a while. You too. It's you been too. a long time. <laughs> Feels like ages. Feels like ages. This is uh, the first time in a long time that we are recording two episodes in a row. So you think that me really getting on you guys has whipped you into shape? Not you so much. Yeah, it is. The, uh, <laughs> as the fans. Everybody right. said, as soon as I did, everybody said that's exactly what those two lazy ass draggers needed. Oh, that's it. I'm taking now a month you got off. It. I'm taking a month off. This guy's getting too cocky. No, not. Nope. And what's, what's special about this episode? John? Well, I have a good friend sitting next to me. Uh-huh. A champion... Champion, as they said back in the day, champion. The last episode with with uh, Big Show, yeah. we talked about fake fighting, yeah. professional. Wrestling. And I have an actual champion of real fighting next to me. Oh, I'm gonna have to get some. My good friend from Philadelphia, representing BJJ United, Jared Weiner. Wow, it is pronounced Weiner. Yeah. Okay, Jared Weiner. Because a lot of people say that. They're yeah, like, you can go that's either, like, you can go either way. Okay. Yeah. So Jared Weiner, BJJ United, welcome to the show. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me. Stoked to be here. I'm glad you could make it. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, you're talking about a guy. I, I don't know much about, you call it BJJ or jiu-jitsu? Both. It's both. Yeah. All I see is this guy's winning everything that is, is challenged. He wins and he breeds winners. How's it school? work? It's weight classes, I guess, just like boxing or wrestling. There's weight classes, belt classes. Yeah, belt, weight, age. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a heavyweight black belt, there's there'd be this weight to that weight black belt division, this weight to that weight brown belt division, right. so on. Yeah, exactly. So you're a black belt, I assume. Correct. Could you beat a heavyweight brown belt? Sure. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. See, I like that. <laughs> Yo, so listen, I like I I'm Nowhere even remotely close. What are you, to blue belt? Blue belt. Why I just only got my blue belt second, after all this time. I just got my second stripe it's on my blue belt. Ridiculous, dude. And uh, I roll with Jared. I probably outweigh him by double. You break your thumb. He. It was impossible. It was like impossible. You couldn't get him. No. He's how like, much do you weigh? At the time, I probably weighed two eighty. <laughs> wow! Holy crap! And Jared, what are you weighing? One sixty. How is that possible? Because technique. You should be able to throw this guy all over the place. Explain explain how it's possible, Jared. First like, off, he was possibly one of the strongest men I ever trained with really? in my entire life. Strong, strong. Oh, my good. I'm yeah, glad like, to hear that because I taught him a lot. Double strong. But uh, te- technically sound as well, though. So, like, that drives me nuts when people are like, oh, he was so strong. You know what I'm saying? But technical and strong. Yeah. But how's it work? Like, just time, like, mat time. You know what I mean? Good technique will overcome, like, power and strength. And but stuff even like a guy that. his weight. It's not easy. He knows a little bit, but he still can't get you? It's just 
body. Oh, I know a little bit. He yeah. knows a lot more. Yeah, but you got how much you say you weighed? Two eighty. And you? I was like one sixty. Yeah, but I was two eighty. He showed you got over a hundred pounds on him. Fat out of shape, two eighty. It's okay? like two guys against one. Who's beginning a journey on this this art? He's a lean fighting machine, solid muscle. So before a blue belt is a white belt. Yes. Okay, so you only got one notch, I guess. Uh, it's yeah. You get four stripes on oh, your okay, on your belt, you. and then you get. And what's after blue? Color. Brown or another one? Purple. 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 Then brown. Brown. Then black. Oh, okay. You got far way to go, bro. I know. You sure you want to stick with this? It's a lifelong be journey. 57 years old before you get that black joint. It's yeah. a lifelong journey. But now you know Jared well. Can't you just speed it up a little bit? Maybe throw him the belt? Nah. <laughs> Nothing? Work like that. It does work like that some places. Yeah. Yeah. Some, you some you don't want that because yeah. you get tested by people and then they'll if they find out you're a fake belt, they'll fuck you up. Well, hey, man. Come pretty on. Pretty bad. Yeah. So what, what's pretty cool is my instructor, yeah. John Terry and Jim Terry. They're good guys, but Jerry would have smoked both of them. They grew up <laughs> at the same gym as Jared in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, that's where we started. So they so started you know training together. Yeah, I know those guys oh, well. Awesome. We've known started, each other for many years. They've known me since I was like 15, 16 years old. Yeah, since I was a kid there. So that's good history right there. It's And they say like from the start, Jared was like a winner and he does not like to lose and he is a killer. Oh, that's what they say shit. about Jared. Jared did a, a seminar at our school. He came up and yeah. uh, did a seminar for us. Yeah, it was a good time. Already. But they, uh, yeah, they speak very highly of Jared, and they say he's always been like a a competitor and a winner. You know, I know a little bit of the sport through watching UFC, and a lot of guys in UFC are big into this. And I constantly hear about jujitsu in Pennsylvania. Guys, and especially the Philly area, I'm going way back. Is it like an old thing down there? Because yeah. back when guys were working at it, I didn't even know it existed. See, Philadelphia, probably next to Henzo's in New York City, was the first Brazilian jiu-jitsu school on the East Coast, besides Henzo's. So, uh, like, there's so much history in the Philadelphia scene. Like, Steve Maxwell was the first teacher in that whole area. So, yeah. everybody from the surrounding states, even the Midwest, everywhere would come to Philadelphia and train at that school. So, like, Philly jiu-jitsu has, is rich history. There's a lot of history yeah, for America, of, American standards. Big time, big yeah. time. Because I always, I always hear that. Guys turn out to be from that area or went to schools in that area. And I'm like some guys that I know, and I'm thinking like, I didn't even know this stuff existed back then. Yeah. I thought it was like a popular thing now. Meanwhile, 20 years ago, it was deep in, in, yeah. in throughout the state. That, that's why the yeah. Philly scene is so strong, too, because all the schools that spawned off of the original Maxercise back in the day, yeah. all those guys grew up together in there. So, like, we had, like, everybody gets along. We've all been friends since we've been teenagers, which yeah. is different in a lot of those cities and scenes and stuff. Everybody hates each other. Oh, yeah? You know, so it's like school beef, you know what yeah. I mean? But not in Philly. Philly's cool because everybody's got that respect. We grew up training together and everything. We're still all boys to this day. So it's a little different scene over there. It's good. It's real good. So how That's did you really even know cool. about this Like when you were young? like what? My boy uh, who I used to skate with brought me in there one day, you know, and that was it. I got hooked like first day. First day I was in there, I never looked back. Yeah. yeah and was, you were like really good. You, you were like really good at skating, right? Yeah, like, yeah that I, was my thing. You had thing. like sponsorships. Yeah. Oh, he was like, shit, a, yeah. like a, almost a pro skater. Yeah, like, that was see, my normally thing. Normally, you think I ah, skated, dude, a pot, throw him a beat. Now you got to be careful. You can't even pick on a skater. <laughs> you can't even pick on a skater guy no more. <laughs> no, yeah, that was it. You know, I went from skating to jujitsu. I did both a little bit at one point, and then I kind of decided what I wanted to do, and I took jujitsu from yeah. there, and that was it, you know? Dude, that's awesome. 
And how about the guy that got you into it? He's still, he's still into it. Or? He's a truck driver still. Still yeah. a close friend of mine. He trains at my school occasionally, but yeah. you know, just a busy family man. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, training yeah. as much, you know. But it really is a kind of a thing where you, if you if it clicks in your head, you're doing it forever. I, I don't I don't meet a lot of people who say, oh yeah, I used to do, I used to train. I really don't meet a lot of people like that. It's like people who. Once it clicks in your head, it's like, it's like you, you got a glimpse inside of the matrix, yeah. and you can't un, unlearn it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't pretend like you you didn't see inside the matrix once you saw inside the matrix. You know? Yeah, because there's always something new to learn, always something new to do, something new to challenge yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's uh, it's a never ending thing. I've been doing this for a long time now. I've been training for what 22, 20, almost 23 years now, and. Um, I'm still learning uh-huh. every day. Every but who session. makes these new moves? Everybody. Oh, everybody. Are you responsible everybody. for any moves? I wouldn't say that, but I'm Come always on. <laughs> like I'm always trying to create a bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But just like because in the competition scene, it is so like it's so dynamic. Everything's changing all the time. Like different positions, different strategies. You got to stay up on it to be successful. Yeah. You know. So we just try to stay up to date on everything. You got to make a move. And when and. Mean, what I'm starting to learn, what I'm I'm just starting to scratch the surface of this, is that f- mistakes, something that you see as a mistake, can lead to something that's a positive in jujitsu. So instead of being scared of what you think might happen, if you allow certain things to happen to you, it might open up. One door closes, another door opens. That's what my, what my instructors always say. One door closes, mm-hmm. another door opens. So if you allow yourself in training where you're with your friends and they're not trying to murder you, you allow yourself to get into trouble, it's also going to allow you to see all these open doors that you didn't realize were there before. And it's, it, makes you, it makes you better. Getting beat makes you makes you better. It does, it does. And it's like it's like life lessons on top of it. You're getting humbled at the same time, you're getting smashed at the same time, you're getting beat up at the same time. You learn how to accept all that to make things better. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh it's it's on so many different levels. But I, I like what you're saying, you know, opening up some doors on some mistakes, stuff like that is true. It's definitely a good point right there. Good. What's well, the worst you. injury you. you think you ever gotten? Oh me? Oh. Um I've had like I went through a stage of like concussions and everything that put me out for over a year, wow. which like I did three in three weeks, three, three bad ones in three weeks. And yeah. like, yeah. And I went through a bad time after that and I, I couldn't train for like a year and I wasn't competing for a while. And I came back in 2015 and I haven't looked back since, but I've uh, tore both my MCLs, uh, broke, Holy you know, crap, Joe, this is what you want. Arms, ankles, neck injuries, you name it. Fingers dislocated, you yeah. know. I could see fingers and toes yeah, have to yeah. get look crunched at, out at all the, the time, right? Yeah. 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 Gnarled, joints are all gnarled fingers. Yeah, yeah. I feel old, but I feel good at the same time, you know? Yeah. Probably if I stopped, <clears throat> I'd feel super old. So would you say... <laughs> that might yeah, be it. I bet you would. <laughs> like yeah. When the guy retires and he, and he croaks. <laughs> I, it seems to me that competing... Competing, obviously, is the next level from what I'm doing. Um, would, do most injuries happen... If you're more into competition as opposed to just uh, like a learning? No, no, not at all. I, and that's like, a, I think in my mind, that's a big misconception that a lot of people have. You can get injured doing anything. 
any type of training. You sprain your ankle the wrong way, you twist the wrong way, your back goes the wrong way. You know, um, injuries happen every sport, anytime, any way you do it. You know, whether you're training hard for competition, whether you just, you know, play training and stuff like that, it could happen. So I, I think you got a better chance of, you know. Even training something disastrous could happen. Absolutely, 100%. You know? I fucked up my back in Europe a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, maybe a month or two ago. Now, who are you going against? I was rolling with my friend Thomas in uh, in uh, Germany on that carpet. On the carpet, that's the one. (laughs) Have you ever been knocked out? Uh, not in jujitsu. I'm gonna be the first to knock you out, son. Yeah, right. Start training tomorrow, please. I hope you choke his ass. I've been been begging you to come train with me. Nah, listen, I'm too dangerous. You don't got the wind, you don't got the wind too dangerous for that. I don't want to kill folks. I'm done with that life. I'm done with that life. That's crazy, though. So what kind of – is there a professional – like, is, is it a professional sport? Now it is. Um, Are been, you a professional? I am. There's been uh, more and more shows recently, like, um, like for instance, Fight to Win. It's a professional jiu-jitsu event. They pay the athletes like professional athletes. Um, you know, and Jared just headlined Philadelphia yeah. twice in a row. Yeah. yeah. I've been twice seeing in crushing, a row. crushing everybody. I came to his la- uh, 31, Yep. right? Yep. I came to fight to win 31 Philadelphia. Yeah. Jared beat another big name in Philadelphia who owns, what's his, he, he owns, owns Max Exercise now. The new Max The new Max Exercise. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same as it was. Uh, John Simone. Yeah. And Jared uh, beat him with Crushed a, him. a uh, foot lock, right? Foot lock. A foot lock. Damn. Foot lock. And it was nasty. Like you could see, like oh. it something popped or something. Like you could see, like he went from like red in the face to like, like his face just like scrunched up, like you like, like bending his ankle. Like or you could see him like wince, oh, oh, man. and you could see like, oh shit, what see, just I happened? Got bad ankles. You can't do that. And uh, but the I guess you co-headlined that one because yeah, that there was, was one fight after you that was. It was a sleep. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't want to talk shit on these no, guys. But sometimes but you get two high-level guys too that don't want to engage. Yeah, it was saying? very yeah, boring yeah. fight. Your fight was the definitely the most entertaining of the night, and and holy shit, the crowd was like yours. Cool. You know, even like though your, both, even though they're both Philly dudes, both Philly yeah, dudes. Wow. But man, Jared's like I was standing in line, and all I could see was BJJ United shirts. It yeah. was. Awesome. We that came out awesome. to good music that night, too. Yeah. <laughs> came out to Wisdom and Jazz. That was dope, man. I was pumped. That was awesome. The next one, though, that the one that we recently did a few weeks ago, that fight was tough. This is against a, a real high-level guy, like multiple-time Masters World Champion. It was a tight fight. But yeah. It was good. We, still, we, we, paint, we squeezed it out. It was a good W, but that fight was no joke. That Who was, was that hard. guy? Uh, he's a guy from Chicago named, yeah. uh, named Maneco. He's very good. Very good. Maneco, what kind of guy is that? It's his, his Brazilian nickname. Yeah. He was good. Very yeah. good. And that so, was fight to win 33? Or 40, 40 maybe? 41? 40. 41? Yeah. Okay. Those guys are doing shows like every week. Yeah, those guys are on it. Every city, every yeah, state. Yeah, they just did one in, in uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah, my boy Joey just fought on that one. Yeah. Oh, Joey. That's a, he's a good guy, that guy. So. How do you do? I think uh, Joey lost the decision. Damn, Joey. Come on, Joe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, nah, he fought really well. Yeah, I bet yeah, he's, he's, a good, good. he's a good guy. Um. And can you talk about the other, the which the one? one you just told me about before? Oh yeah, I got what the ones coming up. Yeah, yeah, I got the next one. I'm gonna do is uh, September 23rd for a uh, tap cancer out. I'm gonna do that one, which is a charity super fight. I'm gonna do, and all the proceeds go to that organization. And then I'm gonna fight fight to win uh, in Chicago the following week. Another pro show. 
So I'm still waiting on the opponent for yeah. that one, but whatever. nobody wants them. Two fights, one on a Saturday, one on the oh, following that's, Saturday. Yeah, that's that's badass. You're getting too old for this, Jared. Come on, slow down, baby. <laughs> Can't slow down, like Lionel Richie said. Yeah. Now listen, BJJ stands for Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Is there a, a non Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? There's Japanese Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. JJJ? <laughs> JJJ? Triple J. <laughs> Is that a thing, though? Are people competing just Japanese jiu-jitsu or no? I, I don't what's, the, what's the original? Because is, is judo the root of the sport? I, I really, like, the history is, is all over the place. But I really feel like judo is the root of everything. And then judo, and then there was Japanese jiu-jitsu, and then there was judo, and then the groundwork from judo, and then you get the combination of wrestling, and then, you know... And it ended up in Brazil, and the uh, with the with the original Gracie family and stuff like that, and then it spawned from there. But it, it definitely came from Japan to Brazil, and then migrated all over the and place. Picked up some stuff on the way. Yeah, yeah, and kind of. Now, why don't you be the guy to start AJ <laughs> See, that's American Jiu Jitsu. Enough of this foreign crap. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's pretty much what it is at this point. Just, that's to me, right. it's just Jiu Jitsu at this point. You know, with respect to everybody, yeah. but it, to me, it's just jujitsu, the sport of jujitsu, and I think that's that's pretty much the everybody is kind of in agreement to that, like all all yeah. you know backgrounds and everything like that. Just training jujitsu at this point. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't say I would never say I'm going to train Brazilian jujitsu yeah. tonight. I would just say jujitsu. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. train jujitsu tonight. But the BJJ, yeah. I always see that attached to was it schools, I guess, right? Yeah, they definitely took it to the next. The oh, next sh- level. I should know more about this topic. They I definitely coming, took it to the next level. I tried level. to study a little bit, but like, like I said, I, I get what I get from UFC fighters and watching their interviews. And some of those guys aren't too good at jujitsu, though, huh? No, nah, some of those guys are still lacking in yeah. like basic jujitsu, and you can see it. And those guys can only get to a certain yeah. point. Because early on, when I watched UFC, I thought they were all good at that, and then learning some other stuff. But it, it, I was wrong. But now you have guys who just go to learn MMA. Yeah. And they, they might not be familiar with anything. Well, they probably so learn what they think, their trainer thinks they have to learn. For. Like the, the most American part of MMA would be, well, I don't even know if you could call it American, but boxing or is wrestling. probably the most common. Boxing and wrestling. That's yeah. your two common American sports. Then you got Muay Thai, which is a killer. That's mm-hmm. like like necessary for MMA. Yeah. And you got jiu-jitsu. So, and then, you know maybe a couple other things. So you got I'm not boxing and, and Muay Thai being similar, and then wrestling, Jiu Jitsu being sort of similar. Right. And so you go to an MMA gym, and you're gonna learn the cliff notes of all of these these different things, but you're not gonna really, un, really understand the art of any of them. Un, of any of them until you devote you oh, know yeah. ten plus years to to doing that specific thing. Yeah. That's why there's so many MMA fighters. I, I think that are like in their 30s and 40s. It's like yeah. older guys doing it. Yeah. Because you can be a young man who goes to an MMA gym and gets good enough to compete or you can devote your a lifetime to it and be really good at a thing and then go in and compete and still do and do well. Mm-hmm. They could both do do, you know, they could both get by, I guess. In the UFC, who do you think is the best at jiu-jitsu that you know of? Do you watch UFC? Damian Maia. Damian Maia. Damian Maia, Jacare. Yeah, uh, my boy Wilson Wilson Hayes. I mean, he just fought with Demetrius Johnson for the title fight. I've trained with Wilson for ten plus twelve years. You know, he lived with me in Philadelphia for tons of years. You know, uh, he's in San Diego now, but his jujitsu is incredible. 
Uh, but Damian Maya, Damian Maya to me is just pure, beautiful jujitsu in the UFC. Same with Jacare. It's aggressive and just crushes people. I love it. Yeah, and these dudes are taking some L's too, but pure jujitsu. Do you get UFC, mad when the jujitsu guys lose? At this point, it's it's almost all like. Yeah, but you kind of kind of you kind of rooting as a, for as a fan. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's sure. your thing. Little, that's your specialty. So yeah. you'd love to see them win using that. Yeah, for sure. Anytime man. you see a guy win with a rear naked choke, that's like a victory for the for jujitsu. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. If you see yeah. a guy win with a right hook, then a boxer or a Muay Thai guy might be like, yeah, that's. Or if, you know, what are you doing wrestling? You can't really win. Nice takedown. You're not gonna pin a guy. They don't do that. <laughs> you slam on. Knock him out with a takedown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wrestled a little in high school. To be honest, you know, I was pretty good with it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Now it was a, it was a, it was a grimy. <laughs> it was a grimy sport though. It was. I mean, you got to be willing to really get dirty with those. Cause it's rubbing, sweating all. You know, it's. Yeah. It was tough too, like training. Cause yeah. I played football and wrestled. Then I had a, a wrestling coach wanting me to lose weight. Football coach wanted me to gain weight. I got, I'm dressed in a garbage bag one season. The next season, I'm eating everything in sight. <laughs> but wrestling was hard, man. Wrestling's hard. Yeah. Wrestling's hard, definitely. But it seems like they train in such a way where some of their stuff, wouldn't. it's just useless because they're training to get you to pin you. You know what I mean? And you guys are training to make somebody say, okay, you're going to kill me, so you got to stop. Yeah. So everything they're working towards is just to get you on your back and then square your shoulders down. And there's a middle it? ground where they can both help each other. Yeah, yeah. big time. There, there, there definitely is. Because I remember did, some dudes did crazy moves in wrestling. I remember like guillotines, and I remember dudes got me. You ever hear of a spread eagle? <laughs> What's that? Yo, the dude was like opening my legs. Like he had like his arms around one leg and his legs wrapped around the other leg. And he's opening my legs like this. The banana split. Is that what they call banana it? Banana split. The banana yeah, split. I heard of that. Spread eagle. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Stop it. I was like, this guy's going <laughs> to. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> no, oh, I was shit. about to start throwing punches. We would just say tap. Yeah, yeah tap. Like, we didn't have that option. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Stop I'm gonna, it. I'm going to use that one next week. Stop, Stop it. it. Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> Imagine if one gym started, a BJJ gym, and that was no tapping here. Just yell, stop if it. You, if you're in stop trouble, it. you got to sell. Yo, what are you doing? Stop it. And then he will immediately stop Yelling it. stop it takes away the ego. Stop what it. are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> Yo, I was nervous, though. Dude was ripping my shit up. But, yeah, uh, since you're here, since we have expert here, there's a huge fight coming up. Okay. Conor McGregor. Versus Floyd Mayweather. I don't know if you're a boxing fan at all. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. What do you think? I think this is a great payday for both of those gentlemen. Yes. Um, they marketed themselves. They branded themselves amazing. It like, is a great payday. The fact that, that McGregor even was like talking about this fight like a year or two ago. Saying he was going to do it. Everybody's like, you're never going to get that yeah. fight. You're never going to get that fight. And he marketed it so well. Marketed himself so well. And he backed this stuff Fuck. up in the UFC, too. He was knocking people out. You know, Jose Aldo, everybody. You For know? UFC standards, yeah. great left hook, good yeah. hands. So, let's see. Yeah. You know, he put that thought in everybody's brain, like, I can beat this guy. So, mm -hmm. now everybody's believing that. And we shouldn't have really any business of thinking it could even happen. It, but yet, here we are. Here we are. We're, we're all wondering, in the back of our mind, like, does this guy have a chance against Mayweather? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or is Mayweather going to play with this dude and tap his face Like up a, a cat and bit? mouse. Yeah. But we're all we're all have that same like man it could happen so what are we gonna do we're gonna go get the pay per view yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm excited yeah, to see yeah. it some people think I'm dumb for wanting to watch it I'm excited now I'm to fired see up it. yeah yeah I'm gonna say <clears throat> I think McGregor's gonna win I'm changing my whole prediction I'm with you he maybe he has me tricked but he is so unusually confident and arrogant to the point where now he's calling for 
a knockout by the second round. And he says he visualized this. He knows, and he said that in the past about things. Even if you go back to when he was before in the UFC to like a little more underground MMA bouts. I visualized this. I knew it was going to happen. Maybe he has me tricked. Maybe he has everybody, and he shouldn't even be in there. But his confidence is like, his confidence is incredible. And then Floyd Mayweather is posting that he's done with training until the fight's over. And he's already scheduling a party for the day after the fight. Come to his strip club. And he's good to go. Will I win? I hope so. That's what he's saying. I don't know what's going on here. I think it's a, just a ploy. Both you yeah, might I think be right, it's Joe. All bullshit. You think Floyd Mayweather's done training? Hell no. That's he's what he's saying. Training. That's what, That's he's, what saying. he's saying. That's but just bullshit. to even say that is he sh- he sh- for his own body for himself. He I feel like you can't say that. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't. Like there's no tricks to this. Like that. You're not gonna. I think there is. I think it's all. It's all public perception is what they're both playing on on public perception. You're not like taken by the supreme confidence. It's pretty amazing. Connor has right now. It's amazing that someone could actually act that confident. He always calls his shots too. He does. He calls his shots and makes it happen. His self visualization is like it is amazing. But it's it's just when you when it comes to I think the skill level of Floyd Mayweather is going to be. He he's gonna be like what the fuck? He's gonna be instantly. You're gonna see the colors is, drain from his. This is face. Forty year old Floyd. Yeah, that's a big deal in boxing. Forty year old, unbeaten, impeccable shape, Floyd. But still forty. Look at Roy Jones. All of a sudden, he got hit once, and it was a different Roy Jones. Oh yeah, it could happen. When he got to that right age, it could happen. I don't think it's gonna. No, no, that's respect. I didn't think it was going to. I'm not. I feel ashamed to even say this, but he, his, observing him, I might be falling for the trick he's like playing on everybody. 40, or you're saying the 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 best boxer alive, possibly. That's that's currently possibly, alive. Possibly, yeah. Definitely the best record that's alive of all time. Of all time. So okay, so the best boxer. Well, there's that's alive. Been boxers that are like have 110 fights and three losses. So. But yeah, forty nine and zero is the currently only two people have that at forty years old, mm-hmm. which is not that old. It's not that old. It's not that Especially old. Especially when you when you never really took beatings. Did, you, you never. You're, took you're right beatings. about that. But you you know what did take beatings? His hands. His hands took massive beatings to the point where he hasn't had a real knockout in ages because of all the damage. He, he early on he was knocking everybody out. How many punches does he throw per round? Yeah, his head's not getting hit. But his hands are getting more damaged than any other fighter. He's constantly throwing. But you touching. see, you can see what happens to, to uh, McGregor's face when he gets touched. He does. He leaks. He leaks, he leaks man. Yeah. Not to the uh, not to the level of. He's uh, not getting smashed. Nate Diaz, I mean, but, Nate Diaz was, you know, he could he could hit and he connects. Nate Diaz, if you blow on him, I think he starts bleeding. He has some. He's one of my favorite fighters. Incredible. He, he brings it. Both incredible. of them, both Diaz brothers. Yeah, the yeah. animals. Right. Yeah. Totally. But I just, I'm just saying, I, I, I think it's. It's such the 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 distance between the the two leagues is I, I hear so you. far in the boxing world. I may be being tricked by his supreme confidence, yeah. maybe Jared as well. But I just don't in my world. You don't talk like that unless you're gonna do it. I mean, he th- honestly thinks he's gonna do it, and I almost think that uh, Mayweather doesn't even care almost either way. He wants a win, but if he doesn't even get the win, I'm not even sure he'll be that butthurt about it. 
It's that payday. Yeah, I'm not sh- just by his actions. I could be totally wrong. In his head, you know, maybe right now Mayweather's a man obsessed and he's jogging all night, training all night. He's always trained. He's a great, you know. He. I don't. I feel like he never stopped. He never training. did. You're right. But training regimen. On the whole layoff the, for the last year and a half, he's. I think he's been training the whole time. I've seen him go 12 rounds without opening his mouth, never breathing heavy. Barely sweating, but moving every round. Head moving crazy, foot moving crazy. He's, he usually is in great shape, but his footwork, his foot. I think he's going to win on footwork alone. I think. I think that's a key because in boxing you're allowed to have certain footwork that you couldn't get away with that these other guys wouldn't even acknowledge. Because right, you're just not allowed to get. He with has it. a lifetime of impeccable f- yeah. boxing footwork. Conor McGregor has. He doesn't. He just doesn't. He has, There's a video of uh, Mayweather where he talks about training. He says, "This is you fight in a telephone booth. You picture yourself in a telephone booth where you just you're always in front of your man, close enough that you're both in a telephone booth, but it's constant movement and angles." And he was showing on like an older, like a, a news reporter, just slow stuff. But then they were showing the films where he's using it in real fight, and people that call him a runner. He's not a runner. Mm-mm. He's right in front of dudes. But the thing is, by the time they're counterpunching him, he's on a different angle. He's he's on the side of him. Then he's back in front of him. Then he's in, it kind of appears like they're chasing him, but he's right in front of him. You could be right, but I'm just saying that <laughs> that confidence of McGregor is unbelievable. And maybe he's right that he has a weird new fucking thing that nobody has ever seen, and he's gonna because ch- in his head he thinks these all this training I'm doing and people are laughing at going to come in handy and people are going to start training like this after they see how it's used against Floyd. Oof. But then again, he was saying just the fucking balls to say that is, <laughs> it just makes my skin crawl. But like, then again, he was asshole. saying that against D when Diaz was making fun of his training, he was acting like he's on the cutting edge of this new thing. And Diaz kind of, if only Diaz would concentrate a little more on defense. Cause D, I think Diaz could have been the winner of that second fight. It could have went either way to me. Most likely McGregor won it, but, if they called it for Diaz, I wouldn't blame him. It was a close enough fight. Even at the end of the fight, McGregor was like, "Did I win? Did I win?" You can hear him saying that. He's looking in the in the, in the mm-hmm. air to. Yeah, that should be the. I think he got totally gypped. That Diaz. should be the fight. Yeah. That should be the fight that people are watching. Is Mc, is McGregor Diaz? I think it's too late. How the for fuck Diaz now, though? is McGregor Mayweather even a reality? Because it's, it's Dana insane. White is it doing whatever. Yeah. Good for McGregor both of says. them that it happened. They're going to make a lot of money, and yeah. we're all going to watch it. Sucks for Diaz, though. But, yeah, it definitely sucks for Diaz. Because I think Diaz is now on the verge where pretty soon he shouldn't be fighting. He shouldn't be fighting. Just by the, when he talks, he sounds in rough shape, man. Yeah, he's he's suffered it's, massive brain damage. Takes so many shots. Yeah, like, he just yeah. eats them. And he takes them, you know, he's like a Rocky, like a real-life Rocky. You know, he after he's more and more shots. And he's, if, the, if the McGregor fight, the second one with Diaz would have went one more round, Diaz wins. That's how that fight was going. Because McGregor doesn't have the stamina. No, not usually. To make it through all the way through that fight. Yeah, he yeah. usually does not have that kind of stamina. It's scary about some of the, the trauma some of these guys are taking over the years, too. That takes us to a whole nother, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. In, in sports, you wouldn't even suspect. Yeah. Now, you said you got injury. some serious concussions. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how do you get him in jiu-jitsu? I'm slamming off the mats? Yeah, or? taking my head off the mats, uh, getting kneed in the jaw. Um, that's it has to be a mistake though right you can't cold. do that yeah like yeah one week uh i tried flying triangle and i missed and cracked the back of my head on the mat the following week i was in a tournament all right and i got lifted up on a single leg and cracked the back of my head on the mat all right and i felt messed up after that one for like a week you know but i tried to fight through it and then 
like a training session that week, I got kneed in the jaw by one of my students and knocked out cold. All right. Then after that third one in like three weeks, I wasn't right for like ever. You throw that kid out, right? No, and that was a woman. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. You should have left that part. Edit Shout that out, out to Kel. What's up? Edit that out. <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, so that uh, I, was, I wasn't right for like a good year, and it took me so much. That I had to do all types of rehabilitation like to get my eye. I have to wear glasses still to this day because the vision never came back in my left eye, right? Wow, um, man. So, but I can fight through it at this point. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's like I was never the same. Yeah. I was never the same. So I can imagine what these guys feel yeah. like, what football players feel like, what the boxers feel like, what MMA fighters feel like, and like the science that's coming out now. It's looking bad. It's bad. Yeah. You know, so these guys are living in that that fog, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's scary, like yeah. hockey fighters. Yeah. Like, you know, I always wanted to be a hockey fighter growing up. That's all I wanted to be. And then like, I look at these guys now and it's like, man. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm, I'm almost glad in a certain way that my that you know that sports in my house were like I, I didn't even consider playing sports it yeah. wasn't even an option but um i'm almost glad in a way nah come on just because you know you in hindsight you know you see like i i took a lot of my head's got my head got smashed so many times without playing sports um, you got a big head it hits off things just yo i my head got smashed from playing from uh skateboarding skateboarding yep Snowboarding, uh, snowboarding, um, BMX bike. Like I, I wasn't doing these things competitively. I was just fucking around with my yeah. friends. And you know, nobody uh, wore a helmet. Like you're, a, if you wear your helmet at the at our bike trails, you're a douchebag. Oh, what are you doing here? Take, take the helmet off. Take the helmet off. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, God, take that off, man. What Yo, now doing? everybody got. See, I don't have a kid. If I have a kid, I can't let my kid wear a helmet. I know, but you Come have on, to get man. the helmet because off. Now you know that you get. So what? You get kid. If your kid dies, you know what I mean, well, from, from a head right. injury, then, then you're gonna be like, Ew, like I had my daughter wearing a helmet, like when she you was gotta on the wear scooter. A helmet, man. I mean, she's just turning four next month. Well, so if I have I a daughter, a, she'll yeah, wear a helmet. Yeah, yeah. My son, no. <laughs> no, son, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's but yeah, rough, so that, it's scary. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up playing sports, and I was getting my head bounced all over the place and getting punched in the face. What all other over sports the place did you do? Uh, well, my my dad played for the Phillies before yeah? I was born, so oh, he was a professional baseball player. And then, um, so I, yeah, I was kind of brought up in this like a sports household. Yeah. Um, I played ice hockey for uh, from when I was like six years old, I think, all the way to high school as well. So I was doing ice hockey, jujitsu, and skateboarding at one point. Wow. And I was a goalie, so I was getting pucks shot off oh, my head goalie. all the time. Yeah. yeah. We had goalie fights all the time against the other goalies. Um, but baseball wasn't really my thing. My dad tried to push me into that a little bit because that was his thing. Yeah. But he was cool. He backed off, you know. Um, but that was pretty much it. Ice hockey. Played a little bit of soccer. It wasn't really my thing. Um, I'm then, glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Once, uh, once I got into jujitsu though in high school, that was it. That was it. Took over. That was it. Wow, high school jujitsu. Like, when, did you ever even know about this when you were in high school? I thought I, I, I thought jujitsu was karate. Yeah. Like in yeah, high if I seen you I wearing that jiu-jitsu. thing, I would think you were a karate guy. Yeah. So and I, was, I remember taking Korean karate and being like, "Nah, that's not for me." So, so what we were doing in high school is I was taking kids up to the wrestling room, like where the wrestling team would practice. They'd be karate kids. They'd be, you know, uh, Aikido kids and kid wrestlers, oh. everything. So we were having like little MMA matches during yes. lunchtime. We'd go up in the lunch, <laughs> like we'd go to the wrestling room. We'd be fighting up there. And jiu-jitsu. Like wrestling versus karate. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu versus Aikido. That's what it was. Wow, that's at, awesome. At lunchtime. 
You know what I mean? So we're going out there That's scrapping. Awesome. Were you schooling them? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, it opened up the eyes to jujitsu because no one knew what was going on, on the ground as soon as we would go yeah. there back in the day. So Even yeah. wrestlers you school easy? Yeah, because they would automatically, they would They're putting their up, weight right where yeah, you want it. Put it right where you want Put the choke in. Wow. Yeah. They'd take you down. You know, yeah. their takedowns are good. But once it gets down there, it was like, yeah. that's what you said. You don't just, realize you're yeah. putting yourself right in harm's oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I don't, even, I don't know how to do it, but when I watch, I'm like, oh, I, you can't be right there with this dude. Like, I'm not going in that area at all. You know what I mean? I'm not going in that area at all. And I would imagine a wrestler would go right right on like your, chest, your upper chest, try to crush you down, and then you just got them. It seems like whenever I train with wrestlers, they are if they have to fight every fiber in their body not to just – run at you and try to smash you that's yeah. what they try to do yeah. which is like it's you know it's a scary thing if you're not used to it but if you're used to it you just you just go with it like let yeah. them do that and that's exactly what you want in jujitsu yeah and then you get those wrestlers like nick and steve those the two brothers you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean who get good at jujitsu oh can you talk about them man yeah he the, Jared, the, Jared has two students that are they're both black belts now. They're both right? black belts, yeah. The Calvinese brothers. Yeah. yeah, they're and they both came from wrestling. Um, and they've taken their wrestling and jujitsu and put it together really, really well. And they're just like naturally gifted athletes. Those kids are good. Nice. Animals. Animals. Union uh, uh Nick, Nick is a yeah. union bricklayer. Yeah. Is that his whole is his family? His That's dad like is a, as well, yeah. His dad is as well. Union bricklayer from uh Philly. The balance on this dude is like if you could go on YouTube, I, he's, I'm sure he's got fights on YouTube. I think he right? might, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Nick Calvinese, you're gonna see balance. It's it's supernatural the way this guy is able to balance on like yeah. on like a toe, like a toe, and he's just like pushing all his weight on one toe like a ballerina, and while someone's trying to tip him over, and they just cannot tip him. And he's, they're putting every ounce of energy into trying to like move this and guy. And he was a good wrestler in the beginning. Yeah, he and came now from he, wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Seems like a wrestler would be more aggressive. Yeah, he's super aggressive. Always pure aggression, like, yeah. Hunting submissions and everything, like never yeah. playing for points or anything like that. Is he's, he like a professional level? Yeah, yeah. He's wow. uh, He's been doing really well on those shows too, to fight to win shows. Yeah, he's so, been winning, man. He's yeah. been crushing people. Nice. Yeah. One of Jairus' champions. That's, what, that's like the... I mean, what more could you want? That's like of a testament of like this, the your skill and the and the you that, know the quality of your school and your training. Like that's what I'm most proud of is my guys coming up winning. Stuff yeah, but you don't want them well. to get too popular, overshadow no, you. No, I want them to. That's Come on, my, yeah, that's my. It's job. about you. Yeah, no, that's my job. You know, like I want <laughs> them to. You know what I mean? Like, I of course I get stoked on winning. I, it feels great, you know. But yeah. my job is to make these dudes better than me. And I see I have a whole crop, like not just the Calvinese, but I have a whole crop of killers. Like it's it's scary actually what's going on in that room over there. And it's it's different. It's different. Yeah. And um that's what makes me most proud. Joe, stay out of there. Well, yeah. you're not ready for that. There's a uh Jared made a DVD, an instructional DVD. Yeah. Uh about knee on belly. It's a position. Oh. It's like a uh what would you call it? A transition yeah, position. Like a, yeah you know to set up some submissions or even like in, in the tournaments it's two points for the position you know so it's definitely like a transitional position uh, yeah you don't you don't hang out there forever but it, you're really putting some massive pressure on on a guy while you're 
preparing to do your next your next move, right? Right. So, uh, he the 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 guy he had assisting him in the DVD. His name is Billy Walk. Billy Walk. Another one. Okay. Yeah. How many knee on bellies did Billy Walk have to take during the filming of this DVD? Listen to this day. Billy's never watched the DVD because he can't even go back and watch the PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, if you did Neon Belly for 20 minutes, Richie, yeah, it hurts so fucking diarrhea. It hurts so fucking bad. And and when you do it right, it's supposed to go right across your chest, (laughs) it goes like across your stomach and your chest and smashes your diaphragm. You, you, it's it's very hard to breathe. Plus, there's just incredible pressure and pain just wow. smashing your insides. And that, that and was this, an eight-hour film day, dude. <laughs> insane. I can I, I, I watched the whole DVD series like a couple. It, there's probably four discs three in there. Discs three discs. Three discs. Yeah. I watched the whole thing a few times, and just the I, I can't. All I can think about when I'm watching is this dude is fucking <laughs> tough. Yo, that is a tough. Tough, tough dude. You weren't. You were going half on them, though. You weren't going all out. It's were almost you? hard to go half on oh, demonstrating these shit. positions. So you're the balancing. Took a beating for like eight hours. Oh, yeah, you're balancing yeah. on his his belly and chest, basically, with your yeah. knee and shin. And he did an eight hour film day of just getting smashed. Like this is a bad, bad motherfucker. He just won in uh, Philly. Yeah, didn't he's two and zero in fight to win now as well. So same shout way. out to Billy Wolf. Shout Billy out to Wolf, Billy Wolf, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Billy's different. Yeah, he's he's different too. He's it seems yo, it seems like a lot of dudes from the hardcore scene are involved with jujitsu. There is. There's a lot now, right? Yeah. I'd say That's how I got involved. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I had no idea. Was this like always this, like this or is this new, you think? I think it's been like this since the eighties, from what I can see. I mean, I was probably going to shows before I started doing jujitsu. Yeah. So it kinda it, and were a lot of kids around you back then going to shows also doing the jiu-jitsu or not too many? Not really. It was yeah. just me and the guy who brought me in, me and Bean. Yeah. That was like we were. Did you terrorize the other hardcore kids after you learned some stuff? <laughs> <You're> yeah. Little... <laughs> nah, not really. But, <laughs> but um, See, yeah. That's but, why I can't learn this stuff. Yeah. But as we were going, we were seeing more and more kids starting to train and stuff like that. Now, yeah. everywhere you go. You got dudes training. You yeah. know, you see guys wearing shirts for their schools and stuff like that. Guys coming up to us, um, but yeah, I think there's there's that good connection. Remember, we were trying to figure out like what that what that connection is, you know. Like, mm-hmm. there, but there's something there that's that's very similar to both. I think I don't know. I, I was. It's re- it's hard to put a, put it in words or put your finger on exactly what yeah. it is specifically. Just so like a lot of old school dudes, hard, old school hardcore guys have been into it for years now. Yeah, guys I, that I know forever, but I didn't know they were into this. How about like training with Roger at the at the at yeah. the black and blue rollover in, in New York? Like I got to train with Roger. Like to me, that blew that's, my mind. That's crazy. Because yeah. there's somebody who I've been. AF was one, like one of the first hardcore bands I was into. Like I started in metal and stuff like that, and then yeah. I, I started to like. You know, I was AF, and then, and then like I, I walk into the room, and I'm like, "Fuck, there's Roger yeah, in a key," and I it blew my mind. Yeah. And then he's asking to see positions and work positions, and I, it, it was surreal to me. Like he said, it was surreal to him, but to me, it was even more surreal. I was like, I was blown away by yeah. that. No, yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah, it was. That yeah, was, that room was crazy. That was crazy. I, I brought like a young kid from from my school, and uh, he's he's 
just turned 21 actually two weeks ago. So at the time he was 20. But we, like just on the on the elevator ride up, um, who's the uh, the dude that was there, like the the, the MMA fighter? Oh, Jake Shields. Was Jake there. Shields. Yeah, okay, Jake so Shields we get we get in the elevator, and Jake Shields gets in the elevator with us, and he's like, he's like oh my whispering in my ear. He's like, hey, that's, "That's Jake Shields." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Yeah, holy shit, that is Jake Shields." Yeah. But, and I said, "Hey, what's up, Jake Shields?" <laughs> I called him by his first and last. Yeah. But we get off the elevator doors open, and John Joseph is right there. Yeah, you walk around the corner, and, he and used Roger's to do that there. Stuff. Freddie's in the room. Hoy is in the room. Freddie don't do it though. Freddie seems to be anti. Okay, he seems like kind of a hater on it. Yeah, no? I don't know. He seems really yeah. into it. He that seemed day. into it that day. He was. Yeah, scared. I think uh-huh. Freddie might know a lot more than uh, you Freddy's might sneaky. suspect that he knows. He's holding it in. <laughs> Hoy would have you think he's a, a triple triple black belt. Yeah, you know what Hoya? Hoya trained. Yo, yeah. Hoya, he he, he just started training again. And this yeah. is Hoya's event you're talking about, by yes. the way. Yes, right? yeah. And Hoya is he he won't admit this. But he's like a BJJ historian. Fanatic. Yeah. He knows so much crazy shit about the roots of BJJ. Yeah. It will blow your mind. He could do like a podcast alone on, on you know the who roots else of BJJ. Like Danny Schuler from Biohazard. Oh, yeah? And Billy. Yeah. Uh, Billy. Billy's he's actually good. I, I don't know. Danny trained at one time, yeah. but yeah, Billy's, Billy's still training. Billy's black belt. He's black yep. belt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hoya knows everything about jujitsu. It's it's his his in depth knowledge of the sport and yeah. the art itself is is next level. Yeah. So yeah, and he know he's good too. Don't let him fool you. He he gets down. Oh, on I the know. Mat. Oh, yeah, he, done, he did some shit to me standing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky Don't let him fool you. Yeah. And we we're talking to Warren. He was there. Warren, he, Warren he, said that they used to do it when they were little kids. Yeah, they, they used, used to train to at Henzo's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Warren was training. His brother was training. All those guys were training. crazy. Hardly Flanagan. Yeah, trains a, uh, you know, at uh. Henzo, right? yeah. He's a yeah. Henzo black he's a belt. Yeah, my boy Mike Wilson, black belt, uh, who's from my team too. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's a Henzo black belt, right? He was from, uh, yeah, from that lineage. And then uh, recently he switched over to my team and stuff like that. So he's, he's Henzo's uh, mad, y'all. No, no. Henzo wants him good. back. But, um, yeah. Who took so, my guy? Henzo <laughs> just wasn't giving him what he needed. No, Henzo, no, listen, not, I'm no, done. I'm just no, kidding. No, I'm stop, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, not at all. So not Henzo, all. you can't know you can't even joke with him about that, right? Henzo's my favorite Gracie of all times. So yeah. Like he's he's the dude that would get down with us in like a heartbeat. Like Henzo's the man. You know I met I mean? him on a on a. Airport. Oh, that's the guy in Florida. Yeah, I met oh, him yeah. like on the way onto a airport. real nice guy. Yeah, the the best. Yeah, the best. <laughs> so yeah, he was yeah. so nice. Man. Joe's like, yo, I think this is Henzo Gracie, and Joe, you're trying to look at his ID because he holding no, his he, ID. No, he had his ticket, and yeah, I was like yeah. I was trying to look at the name on his ticket, and he was holding it in his hand, and I saw like all this. All I knew, Joe's whispering to me, pointing to this guy who's ready to snuff him. I didn't know what was going <laughs> yeah, on. Good thing. Turned out to be all right guy, though. Yeah, but was a Mike Wilson School, Gorilla BJJ, up in North Jersey. Yeah. And I know uh, Mike Gallo from uh, from AF is training with him, too. So, like, yeah. so many guys are training right now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, my friend uh, Jake out in uh, True Believer out in yeah. Pittsburgh, he said what's up to you, cool, by the cool. way. Um, they got the Code Orange guys there, Code right? Orange guys, they all train. Um, it's it's crazy, man. Could it's you like, guys get Chris to train? You think he needs something in his life? Oh, I would love to, man. I would love to. I've been I've been for the record. I've been asking my band to. Come I would train show up me. in Crisco. Nobody would get me in no moves. I would show up. You sliding all over the place. Says, I want my band to come train with me. I think it's we're, we got a tour coming up in November, and uh, 
there's going to be probably six or seven guys who train on the tour. Oh, yeah. So it's going to oh, be dope. Because uh, we're going to be. Nikki from Knuckle Dust? Nikki from Knuckle Dust. J- uh, Jack from Strength for a Reason. Big Carl from Strength for a Reason. Oh, that's right. Um, Big Carl does it. Mart, uh, Martine from No Turning Back. He, he trains does it now. Yep. Oh, I'll go against him. Uh, <laughs> if you want to, He's please. He's too long do it. and loud. Break his skinny arm. Please do it. Is this going to be a U.S. or European tour? This is a European tour. Oh, man. And uh, it's awesome. We're all on the same bus together. So we're going to get some mats. And we're going to be able to train every single day, nice. all of us. Can't it's going to be dope. Be yeah, until okay. the first show, he gets hurt and he can't go on with the tour. Now, we suffer. Yeah, guys are, you know guys what? are limping, buddy. You know? <laughs> Things happen, you know. You can't live your life in a bubble, you know. There you go. You got to push go. yourself out there. If you're going to walk on ice, you might as well dance. I heard somebody say that. That's right. Joey Diaz, I heard say that. You yeah. might as well dance. Yeah, but hardcore and jiu-jitsu. Definitely. Seems like there's I, a connection. Because yeah. you can train jiu-jitsu the way you want. You know what I mean? You get to, you know, your your style comes out in jiu-jitsu. Nobody's style in jiu-jitsu is the same. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the relation right there. We can kind of just express yourself the way you want. And individuality. And you, exactly. You know, my style in jiu-jitsu is a little more aggressive and straightforward. Some guys might be more laid back. And, you know, it's just it's yeah. how it is. You get to express yourself the way you want. No one's kind of... As a teacher, you're guide. I'm guiding my students how to do it, but I'm not telling them how to do it. I could say, take something this way, go something that way, but kind of do it the way you want to do it and see if it works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be it. Kind of yeah, and it's funny because I've been shown a tech. I've been shown a technique before, and I try to do it the way that I was shown, but it doesn't. I I just keep getting frustrated because it's not working the way they're showing me, and I tweaked like one little thing because my body, maybe my my femur is, you know, a quarter of an inch longer than whoever's showing me. And my, my thumb muscle might be, you know, different than theirs or whatever. So if I do a thing this way, it works for me. Even though they showed me this way, this is the way it works for me. So now that's, that's part of my repertoire. You, do you know what I'm saying? Thumb, now that I'm looking. Yeah, it's like a toe. It's more like a toe than a thumb. Like the size of my your, big toe, toe. your big toe is like a head. A big toe <laughs> is a, I call it a baked potato. Look at his pinky next to my thumb. Man, it is. Look at that. Yeah, I've been blessed Crush, with big hands. You gotta do the crusher move, like some kind of crushing shit. Because you just crush. squeeze somebody and make them tap. <laughs> like if you got the neck and you squeeze it, like could you? Is that legal or no? I mean, there's, there's when you're training, there's dick moves that you just don't do. Oh, that's a dick. So move. like, a, like if you're just training with your friend, you don't do like neck cranks, right? It depends. It depends. Okay, it depends how close of friends. I be, I was told stay away from fingers. Yeah. Don't ever grab somebody's fingers. Stay away from obviously eyes, nose, ears, that kind of shit. I was gonna say I go right for the ear. Uh, this is like I'll you twist tra- your fucking ear. Friends. But uh-huh. but you know what's cool about my school is that we still practice. We don't grab onto the ears, but we always practice that type of shit, like dirty shit. In a pro situation, you can't grab an ear. Can no, you? no, 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 no. But yeah. my our, our school is very. Um, we do a lot of self defense stuff. How, if you're in a pro situation, check, and you just like this is somebody's head, and you got your head, and this is their nose. You're not like head button them, but you're just pushing. No, but I to do that. I use my head though. I definitely do. Like I'll use my head, like on under the, the jaw, chin, under and, the oh, chin, yeah. on the neck. Like definitely is like pressure situations. And that's for allowed. Sure. That's completely you're legal. Digging in the side of their neck. Oh or yeah, something. all the time. But I I'm was. Putting in like the eye socket or nothing like but that. If you, you did, know? would it be stopped? You can get penalized okay. for it or whatever. But yeah, I but don't know what the rules. I are. I definitely use my head aggressively for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
I was a, I was in a really good role yesterday, and uh, I had my, I was able to use my head under. I I basically was I went under a dude's arm and I pushed his elbow up where I wanted it to go. Mm. I was trying I was trying to get him in like a, a Kimura, I think, and I took his I took my head and put it under his elbow and I just pushed because like you know you it's like his arm versus my neck Your and back time. yeah so. <laughs> I'm gonna win that just based on on power alone. I'm gonna win that for battle. sure. So yeah. sometimes, yeah, you can you can use your head to manipulate stuff. Yeah, I was thinking if you just had it and you know not head button them, but if you're crushing his nose with your head, because there's a lot of times when you're on top of I see on top of a guy and he's got his arms around him and it's the, they're kind of head to head. I'm like, just fucking crush your fucking nose. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if that's legal. No, no right. I don't think so. Like I'll use my head definitely like in that area, but like yeah. not like you know what I mean. Yeah. But they talk, They tell us about dick moves. Like, there's, you know, certain yeah. things are dick moves. Your fingers you are definitely. Do. Yeah, you, you wear a cup. No. It's actually illegal to wear a cup in tournaments, too. You could too. use that as a weapon, could yeah, It's like an extra fulcrum for an arm lock. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, think about it. Like, just that extra. It's like a wedge. Yeah. The arm will go a lot quicker with yeah, the cup. I was thinking, man, yeah. a cup on I get his fucking back of his elbow on my cup. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, he fucking had a boner while he was doing it. I nah, wish everybody could have seen the face just now. <laughs> Snap it. You ever snap anybody's uh, bones? I have. How's that feel? Great or horrible? Uh, it depends on the situation, but yeah, yeah I have. I've, I've handed out some comp, uh, one compound fracture before. Yeah. Um, and then elbows have popped and stuff like that. You know, it, ha- it happens. Like a, the elbow? No, uh, the uh, compound fracture was actually forearm. Whoa. Um, snapped a forearm? I did. That was in LA one time. I felt bad about that. Wow. Uh, but it happens um and elbows was it going for uh an ending move or just doing no, the whole i had the guy in a submission and he didn't respect the certain submission he was trying to like bench press me out of it i was way bigger than you like are you crazy son and snap i wasn't even putting in like the full pressure and it just popped maybe Ooh. he had a, a messed up forearm to begin with who yeah. knows i felt bad about that one yeah. but it popped right out of the skin Ooh. um yeah, damn that one was bad but yeah we there's been some over the years yeah, yeah. got a tap Got to tap. Got to tap. Got to respect. The At positions. the end, you say, "If he dies, he dies. If he dies. Drago, Drago, baby. He dies. <laughs> got to tap." That's Joe, lesson, you breaking any bones? That's lesson yet? one. Yeah, I haven't broke any bones, but I've I've hurt people. Uh, um, you know, I kind it's accidental. Yeah, because I've never done a tournament. All right, I've mm. never done a tournament. Will you? I will. <gasps> I will. Jared, are you allowing this? He's going to get himself hurt. Yeah, he's going to do it. Come on, he's going to win. I will. And Jared, I'm talk him win. out of this, please. No, I'm talking him into it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I uh, humble brag. I just got my second stripe on my blue belt. How many more on, you need? Uh, on Wednesday. How many do I need? Yeah. I, mean, I need them all, man. No, I mean to get to the next belt. Oh, uh, it's four stripes and then a so belt. So two promotion. more and then you get another. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll be a purple belt. I was actually joking before. Where could, I, where could I buy a black belt? I don't know. Come on, help a guy yeah. out. Walk around all the time. Go to the mall with it. It's funny. Like I've heard so many stories of people who've done that, or they show up at a place with a black belt. Are their thumbs wedged in their black belt in the front? I love when dudes stand like that, like like Cobra Kai. But it's like a point of pride to the the you know the the real dudes to beat the shit out of those yeah. people. Yeah. Dudes will catch beatings for that. Like, you ever have any uh, phony show up in the school? We. Not necessarily phonies, but we've had like challenge fights and stuff show up in the school. It's not too common anymore, but back in the day when I in max exercise, we used to have challenge fights all the time because uh, guys just come in. Yeah, I fought got. a handful of them back in the day, um, and then we had like one or two at my school since I opened up. But like, it's not too common anymore. Did you go to so, other schools and do it? No, nah, no. Nah. 
Damn, so people would show up yes. at your school and say they want to fight. I want to fight. They want to try jujitsu. They wanted to tr- test it out, see if it would work. And, they know. didn't know nothing. And then no. and then Steve Maxwell would say, "Who who wants to be, be like, Jared? It. Jared, you want to take Let's this go. one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's video. Yeah, there's, so and they don't know sick. anything. No, the one was a wrestler guy. He ended up. It was it was bad. Like we fought twice. Um, the first twice. One, yeah, the, the, twice in one day. First was an arm lock. Because Steve told me not to hit him. He's like, don't use any fists. You know what I mean? Was he trying to hit you? Yeah. So he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah, You're so using jiu-jitsu I, on him. He took me down. I triangle arm locked him. And then Steve asked him, my old coach, Steve Maxwell, asked him if we wanted to fight again. The guy's like, yeah. Then Jared go, or Steve goes, tee off fists. So then it was like straight street fight. And then um, that one ended with a lot of blood. Yeah. Like, it was like 36 stitches right across his face right here. Fuck. Yeah. Why and then that was from him? a knee. Why did he want to do that? Because he just wanted to test it out. You People know? are crazy. But that was back in the day when I first started. You know, I don't, and like I don't like to brag about that stuff, but like because it was often, you know. Um, but guys would come in when Gracie Jiu Jitsu was new, and ask the Terry brothers. They were there for a lot of that. Everybody wanted to come in and test themselves against the new thing that they saw Hoist Gracie win in the UFC. Like, I can handle this. I can do this. And they'd get their asses kicked. Yeah. Like, because they'd get taken down, they get mounted, get their faces punched in, or, you know what I mean? So. I think a lot of people just didn't know what they were seeing when exactly. they saw Hoist Gracie fight. Yeah. So they're like, this is a fucking joke. What is this guy doing? This, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, there's no still. way, there's no way I can't <laughs> knock that dude out. There's no way I can't oh knock God. that dude out. People are crazy, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Even if I thought it was phony, I would be like, nah, just in case. And maybe if I see him on the street, I'll give him a sucker punch. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been, show some up cra- there's been some crazy ones, though. There's some crazy stories of stuff that happened there back in the day and some stuff. The early yeah. days of BJJ. Like? Like. You know, a lot of challenge matches. Give us some more, man. Some this backroom cool. action, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, for instance, okay, I'll, I'll tell you guys this one. This one was kind of crazy. This was at my school. Um, there was a guy who came in. He came in a, like a few nights in a row. He's very disruptive. You could tell he wasn't all there. But he actually filled out a waiver. And we told him, nah, this place isn't for you. It's not for you. And then he comes back another night while I'm in the middle of teaching class, comes in, takes shirt off. He's like, I want to fight the teacher. Man, holy like, shit come on man like we're in the middle of, of class you know dude is jacked so like one of my students steps up is like i'll fight the guy i'm like no i'm not gonna put you in harm's way you know what i mean we should have just kicked him out of the school you yeah. know what i mean but the guy step into the map like all right we're gonna fight we're gonna fight yeah so i end up fighting this guy okay in my school during a crowded beginners class no less, <laughs> holy okay? shit. so i have new students in there and not many people know this story because we've never really let this one get out. Um, so it's going to get out. But um, so we fight. You know, I end up kneeing the guy in the mouth. His tooth gets lodged in my knee. Ooh. All right. So I knock his tooth out and the tooth comes out. Then he's like, I'm done. I'm done. But I was so infuriated at this point. Like we're still having words. I start punching him in the front lobby and then we're still going at it. And it yeah. spills outside into the front like through the front door. So I'm still fighting this dude in the front of my school. I'm like beating this dude up. I love all right, it. we're swinging. I finally get him out. All right, I go to one of my guys, throw his clothes outside. Let's get this dude out of here, whatever. All right, so we didn't realize there was a knife in his, uh, in his pants. So we throw his clothes outside. He rips open a knife, opens the door, chases me all the way up to my office, swinging his knife oh at my me. So this God. dude's trying to stab me now inside of my school. Holy all shit. Right. I run up to my office, which there's some protective items up in my office, you know, run back down, you know, chasing yeah. him out of my school. All right. 
So at this point, all right, the cops end up coming. All right. So I know all those cops in that small town, you know, so they smash him up against the wall. So this dude's in cuffs at this point. And they go, Jared, you want to press charges? I'm like, hell no. We just scrapped it out. It was fun. And the guy goes, all I want to do is shake hands with you and say good fight. He's in cuffs like this. I shake hands with him. All right. I said, give this dude a ride home and get him out of here. Never seen him again. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. And it crazy. all started because he, he yeah. all he wanted was like the recognition of, hey, just tell me it was a good fight. I'm sorry I tried to stab you. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. People, People are nuts. nuts no, but there was definitely yeah. like mental issues going on there. I should have seen that before, but I... I I can so see like, how you'd be enraged, though. It's like yeah, total like, disrespect. Like, business, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are you doing at this point? It's yeah. the third day you've come in here. You're like you're going like, to walk into a pizza place yeah. and say, I can make a better pizza than you and start making What are you doing? But get that, out of here. That story, like that night was crazy. That paramedics had to come. I had to go get tetanus shots and all shots from my knee because we didn't know if this yeah. dude had an infection or anything. It's t- it's, you know, it was wow. three days before my wedding. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so you know I'm not married anymore but whatever but yeah. Uh, yeah so it was three days before my wedding everybody was like you're crazy you're fighting this dude you could got your face mashed up. Like, I don't care man whatever yeah. but it, it made for a good story but wow. it, it was a crazy situation that is yeah. insane yeah. did any of those uh, beginners did they stay a lot of them did yeah a lot of them did yeah, yeah. yeah. But, probably cause selling I, point because I had to show them too I wasn't going to put any of my guys in the fire in front of me you know what I mean I'm going to handle this and not you know, say, oh, you fight my student, and then if you get past him, nah. Let That's me cool. handle it. I like it. that. I should hang there out you with you. Yeah. That's why I don't got to do nothing. <laughs> I can start the fight. Say, Jared, come on. But now, don't let me do this. No way. I'm just kicking people out. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't put myself at risk like that. That doesn't happen yeah. anymore, right? It's, it's very rare. Yeah. And if it does, it just, just get out. You know what I mean? It's almost like you can be guaranteed it's a, a crazy person yeah, that who's, was a, who's doing yeah, it. That right? was in 2008. It sounds like back in the day, though, <laughs> it was other schools yeah. and other. You there's know? there's a really I, I've never seen it, but I always hear about this videotape of the, some Japanese master that came into like Hicks and Gracie. He wanted to fight Hicks and Gracie or something. I heard, and they locked the doors, and there was like one camera. That's right. It was uh uh who was it? Anjo maybe was it was it? I can't remember the name, but yeah, and Hicks and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, like yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that you know that's I've never seen it, but legend says that it's like the the. The, the best like yeah. um, testament of, of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Gracie jiu-jitsu, is this like uh, this unseen videotape. I, d- I did see um, that movie Choke. I think they show little clips of challenge fights, but it's not, they don't show like entire fights of challenge fights. Yeah. But I mean, if you YouTube but now, you know, jiu-jitsu challenge fights, you'll see some crazy shit on YouTube. But like sure. nowadays, like people are so happy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People are going to call the cops nowadays, even if they fill out waivers and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't want to involve myself in that. I run a, my business oh, yeah. has been open for like 15 plus years now, you know what I mean? And I, I try to make it as professional as possible, but that day enraged me. I couldn't take it anymore. No, I, like, yeah, I would, but I would. that was almost 10 years ago. That was 2008. So knock on wood, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, it used to happen on the regular though. At Maxercise, it, it happened on the regular. That's a crazy. We movie. all fought. and probably within like a real short period of time too. Like yeah, in the beginning of UFC, I'm it, sure that was like like when people wanted to really test it. Yeah, and all the guys you've met, Rick Miglaris fought, Little Tony fought, I fought. We all fought dudes in there. Like all the dudes you've met back in the day. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is, uh, Little Tony. What's his last name? Pazensky. Uh, Pazensky. Pazensky. He seems like such a mellow, calm dude. I can't even 
imagine that. I know he's he's nasty. I know he is. But I'm just saying, like, as far as like a challenge play, like I can't even picture. He seems like such a nice, like, quiet, mellow, mellow dude. Nah, you know? and Steve Maxwell used to do it on purpose. Give these guys the small because me and Tony were both like 135, 145, like soaking wet back in the day. We came up together in there, and then he would do that on purpose. Give the small guy to the bigger guy coming in to serve a point. You know, just to show that like. You know, these guys' technique is better than what you're bringing in. You know, now I look back, lucky we didn't get our faces punched in a lot more than what we did. But, like... But you train hard, so that luck, hard. you know, you don't, yeah. you don't need as much luck. Yeah, I mean... So, of all the martial arts, it's safe to say that you two believe jiu-jitsu is the most worthy, uh, efficient martial art. I, I believe that a combination of Brazilian jiu-jitsu or jiu-jitsu wrestling and... Muay Thai is your best street solution in a one-on-one situation. Now, can I ask you, what is the lamest of all the martial arts? I don't want to disrespect anything. Come on! You know I mean? But, like, what, what do you think? There's a lot of, like, weird things. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are a lot of really... Like, there's <laughs> some weird shit where, that you see, like, some dude who, like, you know... It's obvious setup, but they oh, they yeah, act like they're called? using that's... like like Gandalf magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, you know, I would not mess with that dude. Yeah, I've seen that on the computer. Yeah, with the with the fake like with the powers and stuff yeah. like that. And, and they act go... like they're like moving. What people, is that called? Like though? using the force. Dim mock. What is that? The dim mock. Like if I touch you and you die. Yo, that shit is serious. Guys go like flying that. all over the place when they do <laughs> that. Yeah, the, yeah. But uh, no, there's some weird. Goofy there's some weird shit out there. Like and and it's almost cultish in some stuff where like people are believing in that like this is gonna work, but like. At the end of the day, if you're training right, you're training hard. You know, like I said, in a one-on-one situation, you'd be able to handle yourself. People like this Steven Seagal a lot. What's uh, he specializing? Is that Aikido? Aikido. Aikido. I I think there's definitely elements of it that are for real. Yeah, for well, sure. When there's you see elements him, of it. When you see him giving a demonstration, it looks kind of goofy. Right? Yes, because you got these people who are. He's demonstrating on like paid actors. Almost, yeah, he touches their mean? shoulder, they and go they go flying. ah, and they make it crazy. You know, mm. wince. They they wince yeah. so hard in the face. Ah, like he just did some, and then they stand up and they're amazed, and their eyes are all wide and they're clapping for him. Like, they, you know, there's some goofy shit going on. I heard of that though, Keto. Doesn't Derek do that? Derek. Derek was like a black belt in three things. Remember when he stood in here last time? He was like a black belt in this, and I never even knew he took any of that stuff. I don't know. I gotta we gotta ask mm. him again. We need a refresher. Podcast yeah, a friend who's a boxer. He's a good boxer. We knew he boxed. Golden gloves, champ. But then he came here and he was talking about the martial arts he did. He's black belt in three random martial arts that I just never even knew he was involved with. Yeah, dude's yeah. a fighter. Keeps a secret. I like that. I got to know what I'm up against. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you see how you, you know who's who the way they carry themselves and stuff like that. They don't put it out there and stuff like yeah. that. It's it's the dudes like a lot of like some of the jujitsu guys now like who've never even been in a street fight, never even been in an argument or a shoving match, no less, you know what I'm saying? Or walking around like they're the, the baddest things ever, you know what I mean? It's, it, yeah, I don't like it, ego. I don't yeah, like yeah, I can't get down with that. Yeah. So, you, you know, I like to keep it close. Like, that's why it was even a little stretch for me to tell some of them stories right there. Yeah, but it's like, good, it's good. But though. it's good, yeah. you know, to put some of that out there. But, like, uh, a lot of these newer guys, like, like the style of jujitsu they're doing, like all the, the fancy time stuff and all this, like that's not going to work in a street fight. And I'm going to be completely upfront with that. It's your basic, like six months of Brazilian jujitsu self-defense, like, you know, your basic double leg takedown, like guard retention. If you do end up on your back, you know, mount body control, controlling situations, you know, how to put pressure yeah. on somebody. That's what's going to win you a street fight, you know, getting on, you know, 
learn how to defend yourself. But the, the fancy time stuff, so I don't want people to get it twisted. We're saying like this this fancy time. Well, what is it good for, like, that kind of stuff? Sport jujitsu. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sport jujitsu and the tournaments and stuff like that. So that's what Like, I'm you saying. know what you always say? You're like, if, if somebody ever did this to me, I would bite them. Yeah. For that's, that's the truth. That's the you truth. You would bite them. So you can't, tra- you can't train for sports jujitsu like somebody's going to bite you. Yeah. But self-defense jujitsu is different. You you learn you put your your hands in different places. You put your arm in different places. You turn your head away from oh, yeah, certain yeah, okay, situations. Yeah, yeah. So if you went to do, um, for instance, uh, there's there's a program the Gracies do called uh, Gracie Combatives. Right. It's self defense. It's it's what how many moves is it, like twenty eight or something, something like that. that. It's yeah. like it's like the 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 twenty eight most common sh- street fight self defense good defensive moves, moves. and. It takes into account biting and eye poking mm. and that, you know, people reaching for your ear and shit like that. And even yeah. weapons, you know what I mean? Weapons, like, yeah. yeah. It takes that stuff into account because that's the reality is that when you're in a fight for your life, it's a lot different than being in a, in a fight for a yeah. sport. Like, yeah. Especially different for, urgency. Like different now, like higher spe- stakes. For sure. Like nowadays, like if I'm going to actually have my hands on somebody or be fighting with somebody in the street, it's going to be a life or death situation. Because I, at this point, I'm so like, you know what I mean? I don't want to touch anybody in the streets at this point. Yeah. You know, like, so if it, ever, if it escalates that or actually gets to that, it's going to be some next level shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm not even thinking like. You walk away from almost anything yeah, feasible that you could walk yeah, away from. especially as a father, as a business owner, stuff like that. I try to like. But if somebody sh- bumps if into some, you in the, in the subway, you got to hit them, no? Yeah, you got to just hit them as hard as you possibly can. <laughs> Actually, I try to shove them onto the tracks. That's what yeah. I try to do. Yes. Third rail all day. <laughs> but um, no, but in, in realistic, like the way my mind is kind of set at this point now, like I try to avoid all that at all costs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if it, if it does get to that, it to me, if there's any physical contact, it's going to be life or death situation, hands down, period. And that's it. Fight to win at that point. Like, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's the way it's got to be. Fight to win. That's the name. Fight of the to thing. win. Fight there to it win. is. That's Good. Right. That's another plug for fight to win. Yo, let's talk <laughs> about. Um, what do you think about the situation that just happened down in in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia? Right. So you have restraint is a big part of jujitsu. Right. And on the mat and off the mat, you're always taught to restraint, walk away from. You know what I mean? Calm a situation down and walk away. What do you think? I'm just interested on your perspective of of the role of like counter violence and stuff in these situations and counter protesters and could could you use restraint in situations like that where it's a neo Nazi rally? First of all, let's get this out of the way. Are you pro or uh, are you for or against uh, the Nazi the new Nazi party? That's that's not even a, that's not even a question you even need to ask me, um, but yeah, that's that's insane. That's that's crazy. But listen, the stuff we've all been through at this table, all right, coming up in the hardcore scene, and the stuff we've seen and done in the past, or whatever. You know what I mean? I can't sit here and be like I'm anti counter violence protests. But at the same time, because you've been violent, we all have. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and like. So you're not gonna condemn. You know what I mean? Like, I can't sit here and be like, 
I've never, maybe not to that, not to like, uh, what did I say? I've never had a notice on my phone show up this place so we could protest something, something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've all been to shows where we've all seen some things we didn't like and handled it in our own type of way. All right. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, I'm against them beating up those guys because we've all done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it is what it is. You know, I hate that movement. I despise that movement. That movement is almost, it's almost terrorism to me. All right. It makes me, it's disgusting. All right. And I was never raised like that. I was never brought up in that type of community, you know? And, um, it, I don't know. I don't know what else you want me to say. Like, I, I can't get down with anything like that. I see that disgust me, you know? So that's just how it was. It was not a question. It had me confused too. Like, when, yeah, like I was trying to just the, figure out a way to bring up the neo Nazis. No, no. And, and, and I see what you're doing. Like, like, how about like this? I've had dudes walk into my school before. All right. And I've seen they've had like a white power tattoo or a Nazi tattoo. I straight up tell them you can't train here. Well, I'm not down with that anymore. We'll get that shit covered up. Wow. You can't train here. You know, because, you know, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Please leave. You know, bye. You know, I've kicked, I've kicked maybe one person out of my school over the last few years. And that was literally for making racist comments on Facebook, you know, because that's just not acceptable in my school. You know, and I got a real tight knit group there. Mm-hmm. Gone. You know, I mean, you can't respect, have it. Respect. It's respect. And I cater to everybody. And all, remember that post I made last week or whatever? Mm-hmm. I, I have everybody in my school. I don't care what you do, what race you are, what religion you are, what you're into. You come in, you show respect, and you're not hating on anything or anyone. You're welcome in my house. You know, and that's how hardcore it is, too. You know, that's how everything is. But I, I'm not down with the Nazi shit, man. It's no good. I think it's, it's crazy the amount of people that I see on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, that are sympathetic to the to the nazis that got beat up yeah, like it's, weird. it's, Very it's weird. blowing my fucking mind that people who i thought i kind of knew are like yeah but you know you gotta you know i know you know they, they're nazis you know but 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 <laughs> and you're like what the fuck are you saying but for what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah. here listen i you know i'm a jewish guy my family's jewish you know, I got Israeli family members and this and that. So that obviously hits a sensitive spot for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I try to, especially, like I said, being a business owner and, and a family man and stuff, I try to stay away from the politics always on social media and this and that. I don't get involved in that. <laughs> you could get really swept up in that. Yeah, I don't get involved in that because, like I say, I try to cater to everybody. I don't care how you're voting or what you're doing, but what I will not accept is racism, hatred in my place period amen that's amen. beautiful um and that they will be asked to leave that will be in a, and you know that's how we came up in the hardcore scene too you know there's been a few years of you know you know things were handled back in the day th- and every few years it comes back around you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and it is what it is it, like it's I, I'm almost down with it yeah and it's almost like i mean if the, if you get if you swap mosquitoes Right, they come back. You swat them. You have to. You don't. Yeah. You don't shoo them away. You gotta. This is. You this don't is ask like, them to leave. You don't ask them to leave. You don't yell at them. Or you don't talk. Like, you swat at, them, and you shouldn't be flying by my face because I have rights. And yes, they would. Yeah, you can't reason. You can't reason but with them. Here's you can't reason with someone whose sole purpose is to 
do harm to you and eradicate you. You can't. Well, I don't like the comparisons. That. People are comparing this group and that group. You can't. A Nazi compare. ideology is clear. Yes. Anyone could go and see what they want done. Yeah. And yeah, people. There, there, I just read a headline. It's like the truth be, behind Black Lives Matter and neo Nazis and yeah. Antifa. They're trying the to make truth them like behind, they're all the same. Like they're all yeah. the same thing. It's yeah. like, are you. I, people are so fucking it, crazy now. It, I, let's think about this too. I mean, we all seen the video footage, we've seen the stuff like that. Do you ever remember wearing a baseball helmet to any of this stuff? Or, or a yeah. cage mask or any of this stuff? Like, I don't remember ever showing up with the helmet on and being prepared, like, mm-hmm. prepare for these yeah. things. Like, it was almost like, it was almost weird to me how, like, like both sides had helmets on and, and what did they have? They had a Some shield. Shields. Yeah, like they're and in like Braveheart. So, and, and also, this is what else got me too from maybe some of our experiences back in the day or whatever. You saw some dudes getting beat up, then other people go help them up and bring them back to the other side. Like It was almost it was, like a sporting event. It was almost set up. It was weird to like just bring more up. And the police were just like letting it go down. Like, have you ever That was seen, crazy. Have you ever seen that before? Like, you know... Oh, somebody goes down. Yeah, it's like they they had like medics. Good like luck had, for that poor person that goes down. Exactly, because it turns you, into a boot party. Like, like I've never seen that before. Like, dude, you like, know okay, what? I that's think mm-hmm. help them up. I think on both sides we're seeing a, a, a really wimpy version of of all sides involved right now. But it's it's good that people see they're real Nazis because for a long time people are just calling everybody a Nazi. Oh, you know, you're for higher taxes for the middle class. You're a Nazi. You're against gay marriage. You're a Nazi. Yeah. Not no, calling Obama a Nazi. There yeah. are real Nazis out there. At least some people know that now. Yeah, and it's you know, and it had all them clean cut white kids with the T. Yeah, it's a whole new on. look. Like, what is that? Like, yeah. that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like, that's that Richard Spencer element of like the pretty white boy kind of thing. But you're talking about old school hardcore stuff. Did you grow up with like guys like Joe Hardcore in Philly? Yeah, actually, you must have hated him for no, a while. Actually, no, no, Joe was like. <laughs> Um, me and Joe have a good history. Like Joe was actually a little younger than me. Yeah. Um, like, m- like my mentors were like, uh, like Tim Bohr and guys like that. That's who kind of like brought me up a little bit. And then, yeah. and, um, I kind of followed their lead and they were, you know, they, sh- they showed me the ropes, you know, like Tim and all those guys. And then, um, you know, then there was Joe and then there was that, the whole crew there. And like, I, I'm friends, I stay friends with everybody, Yeah. which was cool. You know, Joe like, lived in like the crappy spot, right? He lived in Juniata. I thought he was out of Frankfurt. Yeah, Frankfurt, Juniata. Yeah, yeah. So kind of, you know, and I go way back with Joe too, you know. Um, but, you know, and but every generation of guys that were there did their part. Yeah. And they handled the business when it needed to be handled. So you can't just say like, oh, this guy, these guys handled it. Then the next crew came in and handled it. And everybody, and so. And they, the goal is keep those dudes, keep that shit out of this thing yeah, that we love. yeah. Go go do your thing. Go go somewhere. Go do your thing. Whatever. Yeah, you got bands of your own. Yeah, go watch yeah. them play. Go watch them. But no need to come and, and disrupt our thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ever. Yeah. Ever. No one wants to see it. No one wants to hear it. I've seen the crazy stuff. You know, been there when the crazy stuff's happened, whatever. Um, it is what it is. But like I say, good job to like the whole Philly scene and, you know, for all those years through the through the early 90s all the way to present where everybody stepped up and did their thing and like yeah. handled it you know good mm-hmm. for them, good for everybody and there's a cool there's a cool um like a mentorship in Philly where like it's the, res- the it's the responsibility of the to, to teach the younger kids like this is what we're about you know what i mean yeah. and then 
you know, you a couple of the the right uh, kids are at one of the incidents, you know, where you're removing these people from shows and stuff, and uh, they they get it and they say, okay, I'm on board. I'm going to carry this torch. Yeah, you know, you know, I was shown that way coming up, and then you know we show the kids behind us coming up. And it is what it is, you know. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, it's it's a it's a bad situation. It's a terrible situation. It's a shame this is still going on to this day. It boggles my mind, you know. But it, like I said, being parents too, we don't want our kids to be exposed to this stuff. I don't want my daughter to see this stuff. My daughter is, you know, she's she's half Asian, half white, you know, and, and, you know, she's, she's mixed races and this and that. And I don't want her to, to go through this stuff. I don't want her to see this stuff. So of course I'm going to be overprotective. You mm-hmm. know, it, it is what it is. Uh, it, it's a shame, but it, but you know, I don't know. You know. you know what? It's just, it's not, it's like, it's appears really big right now, but we know, we know when we really think it's not that big perception. We could go, a year straight without ever seeing one of these people that and we did. would go public. Yeah. Yeah. We still do. Like, I, totally. I, yeah. Totally. So, like, but now, you know, a lot of them did gather in one spot and, and make a big mess. So they're in the headlines again. But it, it, one good thing, it lets the left know those names you're calling people, they're, they're real people. Nazis are real people that call themselves Nazis. So go yeah, after the right ones. Don't call, uh, you know, don't call Ben Shapiro a Nazi. Yes. Don't call uh, George Bush a Nazi. Maybe he is. I don't know. George Bush. Nah, George. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. But there are Nazis. Yeah. Not, not just when you. I don't. I don't agree with him. He's a Nazi. Like that's not. A no, Nazi. you can't say that. Yeah. You know. You can't then you're say ruining that. the whole thing. The whole effect of calling somebody a Nazi should be like, whoa, that guy's a Nazi. Now it's like, oh, we know everybody's a Nazi. We know. He just. Yeah, it waters with this. down. It waters down the. Uh, yeah. the, the reality of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It, it is, you know. It's a crazy situation, and people are saying it's just the most bizarre thing. It's weird how people are sympathizing to to them a little bit and out of, like, free speech or something like that. Yeah, but, you, you could say what you want, but you, you know these guys are Nazis, so why are you even putting the effort into justifying anything they do or, or letting people know? You know, though, the other side did do this. Or the, if you... Like Trump said something ridiculous, and some people try to explain why he said it. Not everyone on that side are bad people. Some of them are good people. If you're willing to walk next to a guy holding a SWAT sticker or a, a guy in a Klansman outfit, if you're just willing to walk next to him in the public eyes, then you're not a good person. Yeah. You don't have the balls to take a stand. If you showed up there strictly because you're a historian and you really want to see this statue remain for whatever reason and then you see the rest of the people there and you don't just leave well you're not a good person if you're a good person you go you say oh fuck i'm this out isn't, this, this is, is what i thought it was gonna I be yeah, i'm gonna yeah, go yeah. drive home and you don't spend the my, day there walking i'll down organize my own march guys. next week so yeah. when we see the make america great red hat next to the Klansman, why didn't that make america great red hat guy bounce as soon as he saw this yeah yeah this, this, did the nazis this, yeah. make america great did they have any part of making yeah, trying america to ruin great? us the only thing that made America great was de- defeating the Nazis. That made America great. That made the world great. That yeah. that made us. Yeah. That made us the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. What? Why he's saying that? Because I don't think the president's a Nazi. I think he's just so cocky and arrogant that if he knows a group of people want him to say something, he won't say. And it. he wants to appease everybody. Yeah. I don't even think he wants to. Yeah. I think he's like, 
you know you're wrong about that, right? Just admit it and it'll be okay. No, I'm not going to admit nothing. Nope. He's got that ego yeah. and he had this privileged life where nobody tells him opposite of what he wants to hear. So, he, I, you know, that's my I think another on. issue is that people have chosen a side, especially, you know, let, let's say it. Trump supporters, that you do, that's their side they chose. Yeah. So their pride won't allow them to say, to... To be critical of him. Yeah, no, they gotta they gotta justify apologist. But we can't yeah. talk about this too long because Chris is already mad at me about this talk. Chris, you're giving you're giving us the eye. Okay, on Chris, a, on a previous podcast, I was defending Trump just out of fun, and Chris was going crazy. Now he hates me. Won't even talk. <laughs> uh, and you know what he did? Do uh, a joke with a little racist slur in it. Is that that bad? You think? It's, a, it's not it's, a big deal, right? It depends. How, it depends how funny the joke is. I he think. edited my joke out. Okay. Yeah. We did what we had to do here. We had the great Jared, let's say winner. Let's change it. <laughs> yes, I love it. Jared, Jared winner. winner. All right, because I was just say wiener or whiner. And I'm like, fuck both of those. Jared the winner. If you're in the Philly area. And you want to learn how to kick some heads in. <laughs> no, and you want to learn a lifestyle change no, that's going to make you a better person. Exactly. That's what exactly. it really is. Go check out BJJ United. What's the uh, what's the address there, Jared? Uh, it's four twenty eight Old York Road, uh, Jenkintown, PA. You got a website? I do. www.bjjunited.com. Mm-hmm. You got an Instagram? I do. Bjj underscore United. Go check that out. Beautiful. We put a lot of good stuff up on that feed. That you know, that's how we hooked up in the first place yeah. was because you he tagged Wisdom and Chains in a post. Beautiful. And I was like, oh shit, fucking Bjj people know my band. Oh shit, that's we crazy. Do. We do. And then. Uh, we formed a friendship, and it's a great thing. The man. rest is history. That's a small world, right There's there. Good people right? everywhere. Good people everywhere. But uh, it's great to have you on, Jared. We'll do this again. This was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming, man. Long trip. Send your questions and comments and complaints or whatever you got to postamericapodcast at gmail or at postamericapodcast on Instagram, and uh, we will talk to you very soon. Two episodes a day. This is historical we'll do one more later we'll do another one we'll go get some food and we'll come back we out of here the podcast